At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubos, Link, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. What's happening, y'all? Saturday party people. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Producer number five, producer number eight. Jeff, are you good? Absolutely. This should be fun today. Absolutely. Michael Lombardi is joining us, as always, on Wednesdays. Aaron Schatz. The creator of Football Outsiders will join us as well. Jeff and I will take a stab at our top 10 NFL power rankings. There's a purpose to this exercise because uh, we tried this on Primetime Action last night, Matt, Kelly, and I. We came to three very different conclusions. You and I will do it this morning, Jeff, and then we'll ask Aaron to do it through the prism of his proprietary stat, DVOA, over there at Football Outsiders. We'll get his thoughts on what has surprised their pre-flop, preseason numbers. On the situation, uh, here are four or five, or actually five exactly, games through the season. We usually have Aaron on quarterlies, but now with 17 games, we couldn't figure out whether to do it after four games or five. So we said, okay, let's do five. So we'll talk to him about that. Jason Weingarten on baseball. We know three of the four teams in the championship series. We don't know about the Giants or Dodgers yet. Fitting. Apropos. Game five tomorrow night. Talk to Jason about that from under a cloud of smoke. And we'll also talk to Josh Towers about that. Josh Towers, former major leaguer, who is uh, vacationing in God's country in Idaho today. So we'll talk to him from beautiful Idaho uh, just in a bit. And uh, let's start things off, though. Because, you know, by the way, yesterday in tennis, one and two, we hit the favorite. Those two ridiculous long shots, well, it turns out they should have been ridiculous long shots. We're never in it. So my apologies to those. We drop a unit uh, in uh, in the mix and all that. 
today there's there's eight matches on the men's side, the quarters, excuse me, the quarterfinals. There's only two, pardon me, the uh, rather the uh, round of 16. There's only two of the quarterfinals on the women's side. Not sure why they do it that way at, at Indian Wells. And honestly, you, you wake up in the morning or last night anyway, and you're like, hey, I can't wait to dive into this, make my bets, and then provide them in the morning for everybody and because there's no baseball. And so you're hoping on this off day, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And honestly, there was barely anything. And we don't force bets here on this show if there's not anything. I literally have one pick. And even that one is like, listen, it comes with a caveat. But there is one pick that we're making. It is a dog. It is a rather sizable dog, not quite like yesterday. Uh, but I'll give that pick a little later on the show. But because of that, let's talk some hockey. Let's give you a hockey pick up at the top. And more with Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler on Twitter. Our VSIN hockey analyst, author of the VSIN Hockey Betting Guide, available for $9.99. VSIN.com slash subscribe. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty good, Gil. Glad to uh, get through opening night relatively uh, unscathed and uh, come out on the other side looking at, you know, almost a, a full slate of games here, five games on tap. Well, let's talk about let's talk about last night for a second. Uh, there were two games in the National Hockey League, and Vegas got by Seattle, and I do mean got by. Uh, was tied there for about forty seconds, but Vegas wins it four to three. Pittsburgh wins the opener six to two over the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Did you have sides in that, or was it all through the propagator? You had props primarily. Uh, it, yeah, it was all about the props last night. I did end up with a, a small play on uh, the Seattle Kraken, which obviously was a loser. Um, that was totally, I mean, as we talked about uh, yesterday on primetime action, uh, it, it looked like they were going to have a handful of players, specifically three uh, important players out of the lineup due to you know the fact that they were in COVID protocol. But um, then later in the day, closer to game time, reports came out uh, that the, the, the Kraken, the, those three players would be with the Kraken and in the lineup. So um, that warranted a play, but it was, uh, you know, things things move pretty quick in those situations. So there wasn't really time to uh, to update anybody in the in the the market betting uh, the betting market report. Sorry, um, but uh, the props the props did well. Five and three for uh, a profit uh, one point seven five unit profit, I think. All right, and explain to people once again for those who missed it last week what the propagator is and what you will be providing on a daily basis. Yeah, so the propagator is powered by Range Hockey, and it is a dynamic uh, com- and comprehensive player prop pricing app, and uh, it's driving a, a lot of content here and, and going to give us a lot of extra extra things to talk about throughout the day because it is handicapping uh, virtually every player prop imaginable uh, for us here at VEASAN. All right, and that will be provided how? How will you deliver that to people? You're going to get that delivered. Sorry, you gotta you know train me how to do this. More, no, no, I guess. that's uh, why I'm no, here. I, you're going to um, you're going to get that in the, a lot of that in the 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 daily betting market report that you'll see up on Visa shortly. Here uh, would have been posted uh, already if if you know not for you guys bugging me, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's great. it's going up really soon, and uh, you're gonna recap some of the stuff we talk about uh, here. But uh, that's a, that's an everyday thing, and then that's uh, where you'll get you know comprehensive coverage from a, an NHL betting perspective and uh, a lot of player props mixed in. Your uh, Twitter handle should be Andy McNeil at and Angry Canadian at Angry Canadian. That's what you should switch it to next. I mean that lovingly, Andy. Yeah, Andy, who left relative prime... <laughs> relative to the docile population that we have up here. I yeah. guess I, I, yes. I am kind of angry. All right, uh, before we get to today's, because there's five games of the National Hockey League tonight, we want to get to your pick. 
Uh, but one of the things in the betting guide that we didn't talk about last week that I think we should bring up is you did have one award uh, bet that you liked, and it has to do with the Rocket Richard Trophy, which goes to the leading goal scorer in the National Hockey League every year. Who did you land on there? Yeah, I ended up placing a small wager on Alex DeBrinket of the Chicago Blackhawks to take home the Rocket Richard at around 20 to 1. Uh, I believe 18 to 1, 20 to 1 is something that, that's you know possible to find out there uh, even at this time. Um, only two players scored uh, more goals per 60 minutes than DeBrinket last year. He's only had one uh, kind of offseason in the last few years and, and you know looks to be the next great uh, Chicago Blackhawks goal scorer. And you know, if there is an injury to a guy like Austin Matthews, we see he's going to miss already the first three games. Uh, Alex Dabrinkit could really step up and and uh, you know capture that award this year, or at least be in the running. So at twenty to one, uh, I like that bet. All right, five games in the National Hockey League, including twenty eighteen Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals in action tonight. Andy, what do you got tonight? Or let's go through them yeah, one by so, one. Notes, um, notes on each. How about that? For sure. So last night, like I said, it was all about the player props uh, and that that approach delivered. Um, not as many player props early this morning, hopefully some late ads in the day, but do have one game bet. So uh, I'll start with that. It's the Winnipeg Jets at minus 140 or better, but it looks like minus 135 is you know, available out there. So that's that's the price I would take. I think it's going to be uh, a pretty popular bet today because, you know, they are a relatively short favorite. It's a it's one that people will eye up and say, oh, it looks like they, they can win, but I don't have to, to pay too much chalk here. Um, so I'll take that one. But I don't think you should just lay any price on the Winnipeg Jets. I'm looking at minus 140 or better, minus 135 consensus over at VEASAN.com, NHL odds page right now. Um, so that's what I'll list on, on the, the, the market report as uh, an official play, if you want to call it that. Um, but I like the Jets. I mean, the Ducks are, are going to be bad. They're, they're a, a bad offensive team going up against uh, one of the best uh, goaltenders in the NHL. And, and it's a young team that, that, you know, quite frankly, doesn't, have as much as a team like the Los Angeles Kings with all the young players that they have uh, this year. But, um, you know, there, there are some players to watch, and Trevor Zegers is one of them. However, uh, according to the propagator, there is some value in betting against Trevor Zegers to score a point at minus 135 over at BetMGM New Jersey. Uh, so I'll add that one. And Andrew Kopp of the Winnipeg Jets not to score a point at minus 125. That's also at BetMGM New Jersey. Okay. Any other notes on other games that we should be looking for as the day progresses? Totally. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, the, the knock on the NHL, at least, the, uh, you know, around hockey Twitter is that they don't do a good job of marketing their star player as well. They haven't had to worry about that over these first couple of days because, you know, as you saw last night in the Penguins game, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Jake Wenzel were all out. Tonight, Nate McKinnon's out. He uh, was diagnosed with COVID, uh, but he is uh, asymptomatic. They're hoping he's back for Saturday's game, but that remains to be seen. Austin Matthews uh, is not going to be in the game tonight. Mitch Marner could also be hurt for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I wouldn't lay a big price with the Leafs here, regardless of what happens, but I, I would consider taking the Canadians at plus 150 or better if Marner uh, doesn't play. Um, and then, you know, heading on over to the Rangers and Capitals, it looks like minus 115, minus 105 in favor of the Capitals, and everything revolves around whether or not Alex Ovechkin will play tonight, um, and, and that remains to be seen because he, he suffered an injury in the preseason finale, I believe, um, and, you know, hasn't practiced since, so uh, the coach has been kind of hush-hush on that, but he's listed as day-to-day, -day and it's uh, it obviously makes a big difference whether or not Ovechkin is in the lineup, so I wouldn't recommend, you know, striking there regardless of what side you like. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, Vancouver uh, also has uh, somebody to, to worry about. And Brock Besser, uh, you know, one of their, their best goal scorers, if not the best goal scorer that they have. Um, he's on the injured reserve right now, but he can be activated at any time if he's healthy. Uh, and he traveled with the team to Edmonton. But um, it's the start of, I think, a six-game road trip, maybe a five-game road trip for the Canucks. So, uh, like, him traveling with the team is not really that surprising and doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to play tonight. It just means he'll probably play on the trip at some point. But it does look like he could play. So, um, you know, if that's the case, I, I would lean towards plus 160, I believe. Yeah, plus 160 consensus line on the Vancouver Canucks right now, and that's the way I would go on that game if Besser is indeed in. One last thing. We only have about uh, 45 seconds here, Andy. But the winter. I'm glad I'm using up my time. The winter, the winter Olympics coming up in February. Did this affect some teams are going to have more players involved in that than others? Did it affect some of your season point total thoughts this year? It did, it did really. It, it you know it, it made me think about whether or not I you know this was the year to mess around. I didn't. I did rather poorly in last year's guide. Uh, you know, it, as far as the player props go. But before I forget. I know we're on a different subject. One more, Seth Jones under, uh, not to get a point at minus 175 for the Chicago Blackhawks. It's, it's his first game as a Blackhawk, and I, I really like him to go pointless tonight. All right, there you go. Well done, Andy. We appreciate it. Um, sorry Thanks. to bother you from uh, putting out that uh, news report on the uh, vcent.com website there. We'll wait for it now that you don't have to be bothered by us anymore. We appreciate that. Take care. Should have known the Jets were his pick. He's wearing a Jets hat. That's the tell. That's the tell, ladies and gentlemen. Very clever with his uh, with his background, what he's wearing. Andy McNeil weekly on a numbers game this year and on primetime action right here at Visa the Sports Betting Network. Our NFL power rankings next on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parles. All right, that's how you really pronounce his name. Uh, Jeff Parlay is here, uh, producer number eight, producer number five, who also hosts Bet Center on, on the weekends on Saturday, four hours, four, with Ben Wilson uh, doing college football. So let's not sleep on that. What time does that start on Saturday? Nine o'clock Eastern. Nine o'clock Eastern. That's nine p.m. Eastern. That is correct. Let's make sure we know that too. Okay. So last night, primetime action. I do this other show here on the network, and by other show, this is probably the other show, but that show is primetime action. I do it with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. We do it on MSG Plus. We have a blast doing it. And you know, on a numbers game, for those who have listened for as you know for for years now, and I always appreciate that immensely. Power ranking is not something that we talk about on a weekly basis. I don't go out here and say, here are my power rankings in the top 10. But every once in a while, it's a pretty interesting exercise. And so we decided to do it last night because, and on primetime, we will do it more often than we will do it on this show. But on this show, I just want to do it every once in a while because it's a good sort of recalibration of your brain of things that you may not think about when looking at games. We do guessing lines every Monday. But maybe if you if you think of the context of power rankings, maybe it will inform that. Maybe, quite frankly, it will inform some of your survivor plays down the stretch. You're like, oh, I should really use this team at some point, that kind of thing. And it was, let me just caveat the whole thing before we get into it, Jeff, by saying this. The interesting part about this exercise is when you tell somebody, give me your top 10 power rankings in the NFL, and you don't give it a definition 
what you'll get is a different interpretation of what power rankings mean. That's from means that's from the from the start. So Kelly didn't do that for Matt and I. I didn't do it for you this morning when I asked for yours. And there's a purpose to that because some people are going to base it on who they think is going to win the Super Bowl. Some people are going to base it on tomorrow if they played neutral field. So that's one difference. The other thing is when Kelly gave it to to Matt and me. Matt decided to do it based on what he thought the spread would be if two teams met on a neutral, whereas I did it by saying, I don't care what the spread's going to be. That's for guessing lines. I'm just going to do it by how I believe it to be. So what, what yielded was very different results among the three of us, Matt, Kelly, and me. What was interesting is that you and I ended up very similar. Now, is that because you and I see each other for two hours every day and have the same conversations every day with each other? Not the same conversations, but we have conversations with each other. I don't know. I see those two guys every day, too. So it's very interesting. Here were my 10 anyway. And again, my interpretation was not who's going to win the Super Bowl, but what I believe I would bet on if these teams met on a neutral tomorrow, not what I think the spread's going to be. So I left the Baltimore Ravens out of my top 10. They would be 11 for me because... They're paper thin away from being one and four, even though they're four and one. Could have been five and oh two, by the way. But because they're paper thin away from being one and four, couldn't put them in there. Kansas City Chiefs gets my 10 spot just because whatever priors existed in my brain or in numbers, they still get my 10, just as a sort of relic of that, remnant of that. Controversially, somewhat, I will put the Tennessee Titans at nine. Why? Because. Oh, no, I'm talking like Chris Cuomo, where I'm putting Y in the middle of a sentence. Why? Uh, because they have the Derrick Henry factor. In other words, if I'm betting, I am always cognizant of the fact that the Titans have to sort of get out of jail free card of, you know what, we can get out of this by just sticking the ball in Derrick Henry's stomach and getting our defense off the field as much as possible. At least that's what the Titans can do at their best. So that's probably the, the, the oddest little quirk for me at the bottom. Eight, Green Bay. Couldn't put Green Bay any higher, even though they're 4-1, and one, because they haven't really played anybody. Their schedule's been pretty soft. Seven, Dallas Cowboys. Now, most people are going to have the Cowboys even higher than this. Maybe it's the Washingtonian fiber in me that doesn't allow them to, to allow me to put them any higher. But nonetheless, you've got to give them respect. It's about as low as they've appeared. Dallas Cowboys at seven. Uh, got to give them respect. I have the Cleveland Browns at six. I think they're a well-rounded, great football team. By the way, a big thing for me was coach and quarterback. Coach and quarterback combo. They got the Stefanski part. I'm not sure with Baker Mayfield I can make them any higher than six right now. So I think Baker Mayfield so far really kind of holds them back for me. Then the top five. I got the Rams at five. And the only reason I have the Rams at five is because there's that one weird game where they lost to the Cardinals by 20. And the Cardinals end up, for me, the only undefeated team left in football at four. Tampa Bay out of respect and the fact that I think in the end they can probably win most football games if they put their uh, if they put their minds to it. They're at three. Buffalo's at two, and the L.A. Chargers end up number one for me. And yes, I was you know put to ta- put to uh, uh, you know put to the grindstone on this yesterday when they asked me like really the Chargers number one. Yes, you know how I feel about Brandon Staley. I've talked about it daily here on this show. I think any one particular football game. I will go to war with him as a coach, specifically his in-game, not his in-game strategies, and with Justin Herbert, who I think is a unicorn that is still not fully appreciated. The Chargers are my number one. Again, these are my power rankings based on who I think I would bet on on a neutral field tomorrow. Yours, sir, Mr. Parlay. Well, 
if you'll see mine in a second here, Gil, we have the same number one. We both have the Chargers. <laughs> I love it. And you look at number one and number two. This was a little bit of a debate in my brain this morning between the Chargers and Buffalo. But it comes down to one thing. I trust Justin Herbert a lot more than I trust Josh Allen still. Because there is something in my brain that cannot get over the fact of what Josh Allen was when he came into the league. And there are still moments, including like we saw against Pittsburgh, where if Allen doesn't have it, this offense falls apart. Collapses, yes. And the Chargers have both dimensions offensively. Thank you, Austin Eckler. Great player that doesn't get to do that he deserves. Herbert is already a top three, top four quarterback in this league. And I do think there is a coaching advantage with Staley over McDermott. Now, it is very early in Staley's career. Things can flip. There will be a game where the fourth down luck isn't there, and the Chargers go 0 for 3, and they lose because of it, and people will lose their minds. In the long run, it's going to be closer to what we've seen so far than an 0 for 3. Let me just interrupt you by saying Matt had... Buffalo number one, Kelly had Arizona number one, Drew Didzik, who we had on the show last night, who's always a game to come on, he had Tampa Bay still as number one because his priors affected it as well. He also had Kansas City number three. Go ahead, I'm sorry. The only one that I did not like of those number ones is Kelly's. Sorry, Kelly. Arizona, even though they're the last undefeated, they're not number one. They were, they were the only reason I have them... As high as I do, I have them in at number four. Ours are unbelievably similar. Yeah, yours and mine. Pretty similar. The biggest difference is I have Baltimore in the top ten, and you did not. And people should know you made yours without knowing mine. I had no idea. Yeah. I intentionally told you, hey, don't yeah. send me yours right. for the next ten minutes while I figure this out. But uh, Tampa's at three for me, or excuse me, Tampa's at six. I'm looking at yours. Dallas is at three for me, even though Tampa beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas has shown me more these last few weeks than Tampa. And Dallas's defense is much better than people realize. It's still the, oh, my goodness, that's the worst defense we ever saw last year. That defense forces turnovers. That defense is much better, and they pressure the passer much better than they did a year ago. Arizona's at four on virtue of beating the Rams. The Rams are five on virtue of beating Tampa. That's the strangest result in all of this, yeah. right? Like, you can't ignore that result. And, Gil, if you said Tampa was four, Cardinals were five, Rams were six, any order. Yeah. And I'll throw Dallas in there too. Yeah. Any of the three through six who told me that those teams are three through six in any order, no argument for me whatsoever. They're very similar. Cleveland at number seven, I just like them more than I like Baltimore. Baltimore, very smoke and mirrors to get to the four and one, even though I think Lamar Jackson is the best he has ever been, including the NFL MVP year two years ago. I just hate Baltimore's defense. I think at some point that defense is going to cost them. Green Bay at nine, just on the virtue of their four and one, and Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And Kansas City's at ten because there was no one else left for me to put in the top ten. Uh, I don't think the Titans are any good. I, I I know that they have. I agree with you on Derrick Henry is the Joker in the deck, but that defense is absolutely horrendous. Is. And at some point, Kansas yeah. City's offense is going to figure themselves out. You and I are spending too much time together. These are unbelievably similar. And I will say this, the other thing about this was, and I don't know if you got this far into it because I only asked for top 10 and, and Kelly only asked that of us last night, but once you get past 11, the cliff that drops off from there is remarkable. Because, yeah. like, who do you, is Carolina 12? Like, is New Orleans? I mean, it's like a completely different stratosphere of teams at that point. Do you even consider the Bengals at 12? You, I mean, you have to, I, I guess, mean, right? It, it, after Tennessee, who is the number 11 for me, even yeah. though I don't think they're particularly good. Right. 
there, like, there is a humongous drop to Cincinnati, New Orleans, Carolina. I mean, Denver. I mean, you got a lot of teams that aren't, are, are really aren't any good. Right. Didn't consider them. Raiders, Bears, didn't consider. So another reason we do this is because Aaron Schatz is coming on. Not next, because we'll talk to Josh Towers about baseball next. But Aaron Schatz, the creator of Football Outsiders, we'll ask him what his top teams are through the prism of DVOA, their proprietary stat at Football Outsiders, asking a whole bunch of other questions on the NFL as well. Josh next, baseball, numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network. Yeah, a win feels good. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Same price as the hockey guide. The basketball betting guide with JVT, only $9.99. We get tweets at beating the book, Len Glow, at glow underscore Len. Gil, I keep hearing your uh, take on Staley. You are so correct. I began listening to you when you were doing the Palooza for the NBA about three years ago. Uh, you're one of the better analysts regarding sports betting. As I mentioned before to you, I never bet tennis. Now I do. Thank you, Len. I appreciate that. Uh, some people, a couple people mentioning uh, that the, uh, the the big big dogs in tennis didn't go so well last night. Oh, they did not. That's for sure, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Um, that's, I guess, why they were plus 350 or plus 400. I really thought there was value, but there was not. Um Gil, I like that concept. Don't force bets. Talking about tennis today, I only like one. Good insight on that. And this one, oh, this is about our power rankings, Jeff. This is from RJ, RJ28. Bill's defense light years ahead of LAC and uh, I mean, the Chargers not being talked about. Um, listen, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a point, but the Chargers defense plays not to give up big plays, and I really believe that the Chargers offense can overcome any kind of defense. You, though, Jeff, I think made the best point about why I think I would have pause to put the Chargers above the Bills. And it's a point that I make on a numbers game often, and I need to practice what I preach on this, which is we don't talk enough about field goal kickers. Yes, the biggest advantage to me that Buffalo has over the Chargers is Tyler Bass over Viscano. I agree. It is a humongous advantage. Agree. So that, if, that was the pause, more so than... Buffalo's defense versus the Chargers' defense. Buffalo hasn't played has played one good offense, and Kansas City is a shell of its past self right now. But Bass over Viscano is a giant advantage to Buffalo. Yeah, and probably a lot of this you alluded to their schedule, who these teams have played. Bills have beaten everybody and solidly in front of them. Haven't really had the toughest schedule thus far. Chargers have won them all except for a field goal loss to the Cowboys. No shame in that. Uh, let's talk some baseball because baseball – on our minds yesterday, certainly at Chavez Ravine from Idaho, Josh Towers. How you doing, Josh? Where are you exactly? Hey, buddy, don't say that out loud where I'm at, man. Oh, what, I the paparazzi's going to show up, Josh? What's happening? I got, I got forced to come to Idaho. I didn't, this wasn't even my choice. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, beautiful. Here, yeah, it is, but it's 37 and rainy, so oh, it's really yeah. not me. That was my point. I left Vegas where we could have went to the pools that morning, and that night I'm in the snow in Idaho. It's not a good choice by me. Uh, Eagle, Meridian, Boise-ish. That's the area. Oh, nice. Boise. It's beautiful up Boise. there, man. It's beautiful. Let me ask you a few things. And from a player's perspective, this is what we love. This is why I love having you on this show, Josh, because only you can really provide this insight. 
to us on this network, which is one. So the three teams that have been eliminated so far, the Chicago White Sox, the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Tampa Bay Rays. I made this point on primetime last night, which is those are the three teams that had the least meaningful games, in some cases for basically since the All-Star break. Like seriously, the White Sox and the Brewers were just playing baseball without any real threat. Tampa Bay, I guess for a while they might have looked in their rearview mirror, but really down the stretch of the season, they didn't have really much of a threat either. All three of those teams were going to win their divisions handily. All of them had played me- uh, the least. They played the least meaningful games, and they're all out first, uh, with the exception of the yep. wild card games. Is there any? When we're thinking about betting moving forward in these same situations, say a year from now, is there any v- validity to that angle? Yeah, 100%. And it's not going to change. The NFL is in full effect right now. It's going to happen there, too. But we talked about this so much. And I, I know, I, like, you know, our producer and co host, Ben Wilson, he's he, they're big Brewers fans, him and Hoops. And I said, man, I'm sorry, but you guys. One, he w- council will not change the way he manages in the postseason, even though he did it a little bit during the regular season. Peralta, who's the best pitcher in baseball, has the lowest batting average against in 100 years. Four scoreless, he gets pulled. Like, it's the same song and dance. you got the best pitchers in the game, but you'd rather go to your bullpen. Um, and then you hadn't really played meaningful baseball, and no one got back on track. But more so the White Sox than anybody, they didn't even get their, their lineup set to be ready for the postseason, let alone their starters were in shambles. They all got about, like, one starter or something trying to come in, and we need, like, four-ish to get back into the rhythm of what we do. And the White Sox were the one team that was always doomed. Jordan Sherwood, our UFC expert, he's a big White Sox fan. I said, I'm sorry, man, but this is the way it's going to be. They're not ready to play in the postseason. Um, And so for me, it was pretty obvious those two teams were going to get 86 right away. Now, Tampa was the exception. They they still had to win the division, which they were going to do, but it didn't get locked up. Uh, and then the way Kevin manages is, is, is a lot different than everybody else. The one thing that really blew my mind, and I'm sorry, man, but the, the Nationals a couple of years ago reproved this to us, and then I'm pretty sure Kevin Cash reproved it to all of baseball last year when he pulled Blake Snell out of the game, who was more locked in than Walker Buehler was for the first couple last night. Uh, you came into the postseason with no starting pitching, zero. You had none. And then the one starter you did have, Patino, you threw in like the 14th inning or something. He was like the ninth guy you brought in the other day, the only guy that get extended. Like, I didn't understand what they were doing. It just, they, they, and then of course the two areas ended their season, but it was crazy to me to see, but we always knew the first two were going to be gone. Okay. So this brings up something that Jeff Parlay just brought up off air, which is specifically about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay got to the world series last year after the 60 game truncated season. And yeah. we know how they manage their pitchers. It is unlike any other team. Is that not a coincidence that the year they got to the World Series, and maybe this is wrong to say after they won 100 games, but it is, a, I think, a worthwhile question, and from your player perspective, also the guy to ask, is it not a coincidence that the year they got to the World Series was after the truncated season, so that that approach with you know, you know, pitchers galore rather than a frontline starter group worked better than it will ultimately in other years? Are they getting taxed doing that if there are too many games, like a normal regular season? Yeah, it's it, – listen, you can only – you can like, you're right to an extent. Like, the, you're talking about the World Series was midseason form for us, and so those guys were all pretty fresh and ready to rock at that point. And now they're at the end of the season where they've been used a lot too much, and then you're getting asked to put in more high-leverage situations more often in the postseason, which – 
it, it, I don't have enough recovery time, but you know, the adrenaline kind of 86 is some of that. So, but they, I mean, listen, they did have starting pitching last year. That's the thing. They still had guys that can go four or five, or at least they let them. Um, and a few of them, you know, I, I, it, this year they had none and they trusted nobody. I mean, again, they had the, the kids McClanahan was fantastic and stuff, but they were never going to let these kids go deep. So I, on one hand, you're absolutely correct with that. On the other hand, they still did have a little bit of, at least you can go four or five for me, which they would have took this year in a heartbeat. It's tough, man. It, oh, it's tough. I mean, again, what's the stats by Lopez thing where it's, uh, you know, for the number of, of hockey favorites in the playoffs to, to get through in the same way that do so in the NBA, you'd have to play best of 51s in the NHL because it's that random in baseball. You'd have to play best of 75s. That's how yeah. random baseball postseasons are. And that has a lot to do with a wild card game, best of fives in division series. And now we get to the best of sevens of the AL, the Astros minus 155 favorites over the Red Sox in the ALCS. How do you see that? Who would you bet on if you would make a bet? It, listen, the Astros look really good. They also look like they're playing a chip on their shoulder. And again, it's not, it's not their fault the White Sox weren't ready to play baseball, but they were ready, and their starting pitching looks so good. Uh, you know, who was it last night? Was it Urquidy? Who was it? Uh, McCuller started. Um, they have a, a bunch of pitchers that have the same approach that come at you from different arm slots, so it changes the way you see it every day. And then, oh, by the way, we have Grinky if we want to use him over there sitting in the corner who's just a winner too. So uh, I, I think it's going to be very tough for the Red Sox. I think that they emotionally spent themselves, one, getting in, and two, beating Tampa. And then you saw um, the kid that came from uh, Verdugo. He's talking about, you know, we took a personal when they're in there eating popcorn on their bench, and he I forgot what else he said they did. And he was kind of right on one hand, but I think that they got too emotionally invested in that series and kind of got bailed out, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think that they're ready to face the Astros. I think the Astros win that pretty easy. All right, tomorrow night, the only game five in the DS, the Ooh. Giants and the Dodgers, the two best teams in baseball by record this year. The uh, Dodgers... Put a put a can on them last night, but it's it sort of felt like the Giants punted uh, midway through that game. At least it did to me, where they're like, "All right, well, we'll just play this for Game Five at this point." But this is a virtual coin flip. Maybe in some spots the Giants are favored by a couple pennies, but that's it. Logan Webb, Julio Arias, what do you think? I think that Di Scafani came out yesterday, for lack of a better word, scared. Yeah, uh, he. By the way, he throws 94. I don't know if anybody knew that, uh, but he does. And where is that pitch? Why don't you use that more often? He came out from the first inning on, uh, I'm going to nitpick on a sinker. I'm going to nitpick a cutter. I'm going to use this slider. All right, fine. I fell behind. You got a hit. I'll finally throw my 94. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And everything was up. And he he pitched like he knew if he gave up a hit, he was getting pulled. And it was, it was sad to see. And on the flip side, Walker was just like, hey, hey, watch this. Hey, I'm going to try this. Check this out. And it was just, it was a tell of two, two completely different games. And and the Giants were kind of doomed at that point because Di Scavani, again, just wasn't, he just pitched backwards from the gate. It will not happen. Oh, as, soon as, as, soon as, we, as soon as we put the music on, we lost Josh. Josh, give us a pick tomorrow night. Giants. Giants, my man. Oh, there he is. Thank you. Got to <laughs> run. Thank you, Josh. At No there Don't Josh, everybody from Idaho today. We'll come back. Aaron Shots, Power Rankings, and more NFL next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you win. That's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week to the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. And if you want to keep things rolling after that, try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter, or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. 
New to BetMGM? Download the app. It won't take you but a few seconds. Then see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you'll win at the half. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Opt-in is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. It's Gil Alexander. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Always a joy to have this gentleman join us. Roughly, we used to do it quarterly, exactly as I mentioned now that there's 17 games we don't know what to do so we had him after uh, week five we decided the founder of the football analytics pioneering website football outsiders it's the great aaron shots how are you aaron i'm good yeah it's uh f- five 13 18 who knows who knows it's a weird season we don't even know there's a buy it all jumbles with the head um so here's the first thing i wanted to ask you because we did our power rankings, Jeff uh, Parlay, my producer and I, we did our, our top 10 power rankings. And, you know, we're not doing it through the prism of DVOA, your proprietary stat, but you are. And I'd love to know what your power rankings are. Um, top 10, top 5, whatever you want to provide. And the first question, though, before you give it to us is, do you have priors that are still affecting your top 10 at this point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We use a stat we call Dave. Uh, which we named because uh, people said that our stats had two complicated names. So we just said <laughs> we'll name it after a guy named Dave. Awesome. And the idea is that it combines preseason projections with what we've seen in the season so far. And it actually is more predictive than using just DVOA. And preseason projections are part of it for 12 games. Oh, so, yeah, so the, we, the percentage decreases as the games go on, I, I would imagine? Yeah, we include the priors for 12 games, but it does decrease gradually as the season goes on. So what percentage are we talking now after five games? 65% preseason. Oh, 35%. Now remember, the uh, range of how well teams are playing over five games is wider than the preseason projections were. Right. right? So like the top the top team in after five games is much better than the top team in the projections. So the, the, the current data ends up having more strength than it sounds like it has. Okay. So now that, now that we know that as a backdrop, hopefully that will limit the inevitable hate that will come after all of us give our, our top tens. What are your top tens though? Then through the lens of DVOA at this we point, we want to count it out from one to 10 or 10 to let's one. go 10 to one. All right, from 10 to 1, we have Cleveland, Arizona, Green Bay, Seattle, but that doesn't incorporate the fact that they just lost their quarterback. Right. The Rams. Then number 5 is Baltimore. Number 4, Kansas City. Dallas. Number 2, Tampa Bay. And number 1, Buffalo. Did I hear the Chargers in there at all? The Chargers were not very strong in our preseason projections, and they're not very strong in our stats right now. In fact, all of the advanced metrics across the Internet, we have the Chargers 11th for this year. Uh, ESPN's FPI has them 10th. I'm not sure about the Athletics' new power rating, but last week they had them 14th. Man, oh man, this is—it's fascinating. So then the the another the next question it begs the question, based on where you were at preseason, is that the team that is most 
Well, no, you just said the stats are they're kind of the same. What's the team that is the biggest surprise, either to the good or to the bad? I think the Arizona Cardinals are the biggest surprise so far, as far as good. More than Dallas, even? Yeah, we thought Dallas was going to be good. We didn't think Dallas was going to be this good. But we predicted, first of all, I don't know if you remember, but Dallas was my Super Bowl prediction. Oh, that's right. I do that. Now that you bring it up, right? that's exactly right. Yes. I was like, I was like, I don't feel like going chalk. I want to be a little different. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. My feeling was the Dallas Cowboys could have a very good offense and average defense. And instead, what they've had is a very good offense and pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So Arizona, what, what about to the bad? What's the team that you're like, what is happening here? Uh, Miami. Yeah. Well, I, didn't you think Jacoby Brissett was going to perform better than he did? Uh, a little bit. I mean, some of it is the quarterback, but also they're 24th in defense. Mm-hmm. They were like an above-average defense last year, and I think the feeling was they would continue to be an above-average defense. And speaking of defense, the other team that's a, is Washington – uh, because they've been better on offense than expected, better on special teams than expected, and way worse on defense than Yeah. Expected. Sadly, I was getting to that, Aaron, as you know. Uh, that's uh, the team I grew up on. Do you have – so I was mentioning the other day, I have a buddy. I'm sure we all have this situation in our lives. I'm my oldest friend. After every Washington game for our entire lives, I'm talking like four decades, we get on the phone, we do an autopsy, and then we move on with our lives. And so the defense, obviously, is what we came, we talk about most with Washington, and we don't have an explanation. Do you? Uh, we did a film room article about this on Football Outsiders last week. Derek Klassen looked closely at it. He feels like it's uh, mostly about the coverage. There's just been a ton of coverage problems. Um, Fuller uh, playing in the slot instead of outside that he's better outside. William Jackson has not been anywhere near what they thought he was going to be. And uh, the front four is still playing. Well, the problem is the front four is getting a high pressure rate, but they're not turning that into sacks. One of the main reasons they're not turning that into sacks is that the coverage is bad and they're keeping all these blown coverages. So it's really about the secondary with Washington. So then what is the biggest, and we probably all know this intuitively, but, I, but I, I'm curious by your numbers, what's the biggest thing that has sort of happened in season? Is, is, I would imagine the Russell Wilson injury is the, is the top one, I'm guessing. Um, how do you, what do you do with something? Because obviously numbers don't quantify a John Gruden absence, but do you do anything with that? Or you're just like, well, we'll just see what pans out on the field. I think it's more of a – I haven't done enough research on, like, what happens when you replace a head coach in season. And a play caller. But this is not a normal replacement of a head coach in season anyway. Normally, when you replace the head coach in season, you're replacing a bad head coach for a bad team. And the Raiders, I mean, in our numbers, they're 25th. So in our numbers, they're bad. But they're not, like, horrible. Like, it, this is – this is a weird, I don't even know if doing research on previous replacements would tell you what's going on because we don't know the effect on these guys of being in the media microscope the way that these players are now because of what's going on in Vegas. Yeah, and I I think that's fascinating. By the way, you threw in a little nugget there, too, that you have the Raiders at 25 as is. Which yeah, is, we do. Which is pretty fascinating. Where do you have Denver by just sort of by association? 18th. Interesting. And the Bears, just talking about random three and two teams, twenty-two. Yeah, that's kind of kind of just intuitively where I think we figured it out. The other sort of thing now that I'm thinking about John Gruden is 
the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville, and I guess, again, this falls under the non-quantifiable category, but I think it's fascinating to see how someone like you deals with it. Um, you know, they're not a good football team, this just in. Do you, I don't know, is there any trepidation in putting out a number when so much is happening off the field, or you just let it play out on the field? Like, oh, no, this is an explosive situation, too, that could happen here. I think you just let it play out because this is the kind of subjective stuff that you can't adjust stats for. Yeah. You don't you don't know what's going to be positive and what's going to be negative. So we just let it play out. Do you do anything with coaching? In other words, do you evaluate what you've seen from a coaching perspective? Do you do anything with that in game? I'm thinking about Brandon Staley specifically. Yeah, that's actually a bit of a problem, I think, with the Chargers, because I think that in a way our numbers do have the Chargers ranked too low because we're not incorporating the fact that they are so willing to go for it on fourth down, and that is a real positive for them. That being said, they've also been perfect on fourth down so far this year. Right. That is not going to continue. <laughs> Breaking, that is not going to maintain at 100% of uh, success rate. I just think I think it's so fascinating, Aaron, because that to me is the biggest single story of the NFL that we may not acknowledge, even though we get it on a on a you know intuitively, but on a daily basis, the Anthony Lynn removal. And I'm not picking on Anthony Lynn. Maybe I am a little bit. No. Uh, Anthony Lynn removal in play in, and replacing him with a guy like Brandon Staley because we see it play out like oh, if they had Anthony Lynn or anybody maybe as the coach before this guy. That game would have turned out completely differently. I'm talking about last week's game specifically, the most recent one against Cleveland. They maybe they lose by two or three touchdowns because of all of the different decisions made. And it's going to be fascinating to see how much as more and more coaches think differently on fourth downs, how that's going to affect your numbers, I would imagine. Yeah, it's absolutely changed the NFL over the last couple of years. No question. Aaron, I love it. Uh, I could talk to you for hours. We'll do it again in four weeks. Maybe we'll get you on the megapod on the podcast side as well. Sounds good, man. Aaron Schatz, the creator of Football Outsiders. You can follow him on Twitter at F-O underscore A Schatz. That's S-C-H-A-T-Z. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke on Baseball. Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you win. That's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week to the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? Try BetMGM's exclusive line betting options in the third quarter, or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. New to BetMGM? Download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you'll win at the half. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Opt-in required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. 
The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, 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 and we bring that excitement. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.